The pearls of the mine are valuable and must be seriously safeguarded from the careless and the unconcerned. But to those who value truths explored, come, think with me. Sixties, sixty-five, sixty-six, somewhere in there. Lou Rawls on Capitol Records uh, produced a little gem, a little song. And I, I can't remember, but I'm certain that others, other recording artists, did this song. Put no doubt about it because it was kind of popular. Uh, but the song was 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 interesting. <laughs> of course, it was a love a love ballad. You know, Lou Rawls with his beautiful voice. It was it was a love ballad of sorts and. And the name of it was, Love is a Hurting Thing. <laughs> you probably remember it. Yes, I realize I'm dating myself. Um, but all things to help people understand things. Okay, Love is a Hurting Thing. Uh, the lyrics were interesting. Uh, I tried to jot them down a little bit so I wouldn't get them all you know, messed up, you know. Wanted to say it right. Uh, for every little teardrop, for every, for every kiss, there's a little teardrop. And for every, uh, every pleasure, there's another heartache. One day loneliness, the next day sadness. Love is a hurting thing. When I'm in your arms, I'm king on the throne. But there will come a time I walk the streets alone. Uh, one day sadness, one day gladness, or something like that. Love is a, a hurting thing. Now, here's, here's, the, here's the bridge that, that triggered my thinking. When I'm, uh, when when love brings so much joy, why must it bring so much pain? Uh, yet it's all, uh, it's all a mystery to, to everyone. And but I, I'm, I'm still here. Love, love is a hurting thing. But I want you, and I need you. So I want you. So love is a hurting thing. And it's, 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 it's his resolve around the fact that that it's a mystery why love and pain coexist. Something that nobody can explain, he says. And how can something that creates so much joy, that same something creates so much pain? These are weighty questions for uh, people who are outside of the arc of safety. Makes for a good ballad, makes for you know a good love song, you know. But it also depicts a lack of insight. The lyric does, and I'm talking about Lou Rawls. I'm talking about the lyric now. The lyric is soothing and is 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 such a it's beautiful. But it covers realities that need to be spoken, and that's why I concern myself sometimes when I listen to music. I'm, a music that doesn't minister. You know, what good is a song if it doesn't lift you higher and higher? One writer said back in my day. And I agree, and I don't mean emotionally, I don't mean in your passions, I mean in your ideology. You have to be real careful what you feed your mind. Now, Paul, oh yeah, yeah, you knew I was going there, right? <laughs> okay. First Corinthians thirteen is the pivotal chapter in a discussion of spiritual gifts in the church. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 12 identifies and raises the concerns and the conflicts, and 13 is the pivotal point 
it balances it out, and 14 is the administration. It is what Paul says in 13 of love that I have to, I have to tell you. Love is a hurting thing. Should be a statement of celebration and not a grievous misfortune of relationships. No one person can create a relationship and no one person can destroy a relationship. Relationships, they implode, explode, or they flourish and they grow, or they do both. It just depends on the character, the personality, and the basic consciousness that each person has about the ideas of love. Some people are more immature than others. Some, some are more immature than others. But in, in the final analysis, how, what you think about love draws you to understand that love that does not hurt cannot prove itself to be love. <laughs> it's that old, you know, smooth sailing. You know, the absence of war does not mean you're at peace. It's that kind of rumblings. It's because you weren't in the forest doesn't mean the tree didn't fall. Because <laughs> you didn't hear it or see it doesn't mean it's not falling down. Trust me. Life, life, is, life is interesting. And the whole idea is to discover its meaning. I hear people say it all the time. God wants us to enjoy the world. God wants us to understand our place in his world. And that's where our enjoyment comes. Ah, love is a hurting thing. But listen, many of us think that love is emotion, but love is experiential. Paul, when he writes, he talks about uh, all gifts are sourced in love, and the way that you administer those gifts should be done in love. So love is the pivot point. That's where everything emerges. That's where everything goes. Your, your lack of maturity around love Come on, 17, 18, 19-year-old young man, 17, 18, 19-year-old young lady. You've got a lot to learn about love. So you're going to encounter lots of pain. But that does not make the journey invalid. That makes the journey worth engaging. Yes. It's hard to say that because it's rough and it's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it's roughness. I mean, I wasn't stammering. I was trying to find the right word, but all of them fit. Okay? Love is an experience, experiential. It is, it is, a, it is a, a movement in time and space with another, but more importantly, another who enforces, who allows, who pressures you to move inside of yourself. Hmm. Paul says things that love is not, you know, but he also makes it clear from the very start. You can have all the gifts in the world, all the knowledge, all the wisdom, but if it's not, if it's not tempered with love, finds its sourcing in love, it is just that, nothing. But the stone that will trip you in your efforts to pretend that because you have, you are. Hmm. You work on that one. Love is, he goes into a, a, a litany of things that love is not. You know, uh, love is, 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 is not uh, selfish. It's not rude. It's not, um, it doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing. It rejoices in the truth. And 
It uh, is, is kind. It bears, believes, and hopes in all things. You see, that discussion is experiential. I mean, how do you, how do you know that you, how do you know you can forgive until your heart's been broken? Not the, not, not, not the light stuff. Somebody stepped on my shoes. Don't worry about it, bro. No, I don't mean that. Broke my heart. And I'm able to recover and still feel what I felt before you broke my heart. But understanding that you are a heartbreaking entity now and how to love you in light of that. I can't do that until I have the heartbreak. It is the heartbreak that launches me into higher heights and deeper depths of the consciousness of love. Love is a hurting thing, it's a celebration, not a grievous fault of humanity. <laughs> How can something that brings so much joy be followed with so much pain? Because it brought so much joy. <laughs> and joy has to be qualified from one experience to the next. What gives me joy this week may not give me such joy next week. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? So it's the constantly evolving understanding of love that enables and fortifies the mind to handle the crushing blows and the devastation of the emotions and the cracking of the ego. Oh my goodness, if the ego does not get cracked, love cannot come through the concrete of your consciousness like grass growing in your front yard and you got to walk away. How did that grass get? How did that happen? The concrete cracked. The ego cracked and sunlight came in and drew from underneath that cloud of egotistical reality the wounds that allow for maturity and fertility and development. Love is a hurting thing. It's supposed to hurt. <laughs> The author of love hung on the cross, dying for your sins, forgiving his murderers. Love is indeed a hurting thing, but it is a pain that defines identity. <laughs> Doesn't feel that way when you're hurting. Doesn't feel that way at all. As a matter of fact, <laughs> it's as if someone broke into your house and, and stabbed you 49 times. Something, I mean, I'm being a little bit hyperdramatic there, but, you know, hyper, hyperbolic and dramatic. But I'm trying to get you to understand the devastation is valuable. Learning to love intensely only results from having been broken drastically, extremely broken. Real love understands real pain. And that's why you're able to bear all things, believe all things, and hope in all things. Because those are not the determining factors. What happens to me does not have to determine who I am. What happens to me helps me to discover who I am, when I am, where I am, and why I am. <laughs> Be wise and think those things uh, in, in consistent. Yes, yes, love is, is a hurting thing. But the things that hurt are the things to be considered. I trust that you can understand its application 
beyond scripture into human life, day-to-day living. I trust that you understand that the power of love, the power of love is what we're taught from every little teardrop. So, till we meet again, think with me. Listen, before I sign off tonight, you can email me at all lowercase letters, the night talker at yahoo.com. Or if you'd like to text or call and leave a message, you can do that at 478-254-9013. Look forward to hearing from you. Our time has passed and gone, but the journey moves on forward and upward towards him. Until we meet again, consider the joy of this part of the journey.